anybody else not miss Mike and Mike? <laughs> Damn it, and we're live. <laughs> Just kidding, Mike and Mike. Just starting the show with slander. <laughs> Welcome to the open bar. <sighs> yeah, y'all are the hosts this week. You know that, right? <laughs> flipping the crack. script. Mm-hmm. Yeah, flipping the script. All right. <clears throat> Welcome in to the fake pigskin open bar Tuesdays every single week. Well, for the most part, uh, 9.30 Eastern. We're never late. We always show up on po- <laughs> on time uh, with cocktails in hand. Uh, I-, I put out a poll for my-, my cocktail of choice tonight. I needed something warm, something hot out in Texas. We, uh, you know, we... Um, we get cold easily and I needed something to warm up to it was hot chocolate, hot toddy or your own choice. And, hot and the winner is the winner is hot toddy. hot toddy. So thank you all for participating. It was a great time and the drink is even a greater time. J Mike, what's up, dude? What's happening, man? Good to be on. This with is you, what's man. happening, man. <laughs> Hashtag Duval. Hashtag Saxonville. Hashtag holla at us. Let's oh, go. It's a good day to be a Jaguar. Tom Brady, we gonna see you Sunday, partner. <laughs> see Ramsey already talking up a storm, and and Brady's all calm and composed, playing the the good side of things and uh, the handsome side. Man, I saw I saw yeah the handsome side. I, I saw the spread on that game was like nine nine points or something, and it was like eight for the Steelers game. Just no respect. No respect. No respect. None. None. Guess what? Come Sunday. Tommy boy, they gonna start learn today. Yeah, you gonna learn today. <laughs> you gonna learn today. All right. Well, let's get our let's uh, introduce our guest here, J. Mike. Um, how could we be so rude, right? Um, <laughs> how could you be so rude? Like, uh, I've never. Uh, we've we've got a special guest. He um, drives cars quickly. Um, he always brings two Miller lights to the party. Uh, his name is Brad. I already forgot how to pronounce Kozlowski. his last name. Kozlowski. Kozlowski. Brad Kozlowski, welcome to the show. Welcome to the open bar. We're, we're really happy to have you. Yeah, he's uh, he, he is very generous. He does always bring two for the crew. This is Brad in all his glory. He's a man of few words. Yes. <laughs> Great smile, though. Uh, but more importantly, we got... Uh, brad's three three buddies uh, i don't know how to say that but uh married to the game man i've been so looking forward to getting y'all back on and we had y'all on it been it's like feels like summers ago um but last time last summer we were having you on basically every other week because we didn't have any guests and <laughs> and then we were Just hoping you'd come on sooner it. sooner rather than later happened to be later but you're here now so we're, we're pumped to have you guys yeah we're excited to be here we always we like hanging out with you guys yeah, it's what's a what's better than drinking beers and talking some shit? Uh, I don't know. Jack, Jack Jacksonville beating the Patriots like that's mm. like kind of the one thing I can yeah think of at the moment. So random what? that both of you guys are Jags fans. You know, we yeah we we talked about that before. It's uh, it's kind of an expectation that at least two out of the five uh, people on this pod are um, Jags fans. That's the bare minimum. So. That's actually the only way that I was actually <laughs> able to come and co-host the show is if I was a Jags fan. So yeah. prerequisite check. 
But yeah, this. But what's really cool is I've been able to admire your all's work from afar. But it's really fun to actually have you guys on. Um, and I want to give a little bit of a precursor to a game we're going to play. Um, not now. We'll, we'll get into it later. But give us you guys just vamp for a minute about your show. Show some love to yourselves. What you guys are about for those that may not know all the glory that is married to the game. Well, it starts off like this. Married to the game. <laughs> for your pleasure. Take Big Code does not like the singing Married to the Game for the record, right, Big Code? It's not my favorite, yeah. but it, it's catchy. So Big Code is not in the room with us, but he is he is part of our, our uh, group here. So that's him. Brad took my seat. Keselowski took my seat, so I had to go home, get my own seat. <laughs> Luckily, they sent me an invite to the bully. Google Hangout. Brad doesn't ramble on as much, Big Co. So, <laughs> hey, well, I like my dynasty. I like it, you know, front and center, all around, left, right. I'm gonna talk about it till it's not fun to talk about it anymore. Yeah, that's kind of what we do here, at Married to the Game. We've definitely been knocked for our lengthy podcasts. We've been trying to shorten them up a little bit for your pleasure, but we really don't care because, I mean, there's just so much usually to discuss and bring to the table. Uh, we really just <clears throat> what I really like about this this podcast is that you have to come with you have to be able to come and defend your arguments. You can't just bring some weak shit to the table and expect to be like accepted. You, you these guys is a tough crowd in this room. None of us give each other an inch. Well, you know, for the most part, we we probably agree too much, but we just kind of we kind of been along this line of thinking for a long time. But but it's just fun to get in there and get it all out on the table and really dive into it because this is ever-changing. People want to want to use metrics and things to just say, this is the way it's going to be, and I got this formula and this table and this graph, and it's about to work out like this, and it's just it's way more going on on the gridiron than that, and it's fun to delve into, and it's fun to try and figure out what's going on as best you can. Yeah, well, I mean, that's Jay Wayne. We got Big Co over here. <laughs> I'm Casey, um, and we're excited to be on the uh, open bar are we, is this a podcast or uh, what? Do we, what do you? What do we I don't know. It? I don't really know. I just figured it was just like people meeting up to like, like you said, gr uh, have drinks and talk football. Like I don't. I still don't really understand what we do here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here for the flash mob. Yeah. <laughs> oh snap! I didn't get that tweet. <laughs> I'm about to be the one off over here just doing my own thing. <laughs> Well, I will say, I if you be proud as anyway. off, Jay Wayne's got tons of dancing experience. He's a childhood dancer. Don't mess with him. Don't mess with him. He got a leotard in his car. Hey, that's not true, Big Co. That's not true, okay? I wore outfits. I didn't wear tights. <laughs> I wore outfits. You're going to get Jay tights. Wayne to uh, dance a little later? Is that what's happening? Not for free. <laughs> not, for, not for free. Oh, God. Man said, man was... said, pay me. Pay me. Got to pay to play. That's good. All right, let, let's. Can we, Gabe? Can we start with just champ? I mean, uh, I guess a preview of championship weekend. Will yes. fast. Start yes. With awesome. Start with the Jags. So, <laughs> just real quick, who do you guys think the Jaguars will be playing in the Super Bowl in a few weeks? Nice. <laughs> um, I'm. I, I guess I got to go with the Vikings. I don't. I don't think Nick Foles. The Eagles got a lot of balls to bounce their way in that game. There, not not saying that the Eagles didn't deserve that win, um, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna imagine that Skull comes comes to uh, Philly and and uh, p 
puts the nail in the coffin in that in that otherwise awesome season. And uh, it's a bummer to not see Carson Wentz and the Eagles at full strength because uh, it would have been a, you know, I, I would I think the Eagles would have to have been the favorite coming in, especially NFC wise with with a healthy Carson Wentz. So. Speaking of balls bouncing your way, though, Minnesota, goodness. Yeah, well, true. <laughs> true. true. My boy, I Diggs. Mean, it's, it's just amazing to even have the discussion of, of Keenum and, and Foles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just one of those two guys are going to be representing the NFC. Yeah, I think you're going to I think you're going to see a new trend. Nobody's drafting quarterbacks. You just <laughs> one up off the scrap heap. We're well, that's what in. I that's what I kind of am uh, just a brief discussion. I mean, does that three out of the four quarterbacks uh, <laughs> are arguably trash? J. Mike, uh, would you agree with the third that I'm kind of referencing here? Arguably, because Blake Bortles is <laughs> If you guys haven't noticed, I'm pretty sure is the highest drafted among the last four quarterbacks in the playoffs. Oh, that's okay. a good ad. facts only. <laughs> facts only. I need well, more metrics. I need more metrics. Those three <laughs> quarterbacks, they have the three best de- uh, defenses, though. Yes. I mean, that's that's what happens in in this time of the year. That's what happens in the playoffs. We see it time and time, season after season. The defenses hold true. Defenses travel, especially like the Vikings had the home field. All first half, Drew Brees gets blanked for the first time in 60 games. They said, you know, like that's that Vikings defense was serious. The Eagles defense is serious. Um, Jacksonville's defense is obviously very, very serious. So the the quarterbacks they they matter a ton, but you got defenses playing offense for you. Just you win in the field position battle every time. Turnovers, acts, fumbles, picks. It happens. Scores. Digs, digs, digs happens. <laughs> and I guess what's what's most interesting about all this is the fact that just like you said, if they talk about talk about it being a copycat league so much, I'm really interested to see. Like you guys were saying, obviously these quarterbacks are going to be going near the top of the near the top of the draft, but look at all these defenses that are putting in work. Obviously, everybody can't have a Hall of Fame quarterback. But, but everybody can invest in a good defense. Uh, well, not everyone, but I, I think that's cheaper. an easier route, an, an easier way to hit, right? Yep. I yeah, think. I mean, that that Vikings defense is incredibly deep. I mean, they were literally drafting, like, second, first, second, third round linebackers for, like, four years in a row. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, when you can say, like, Anthony Barr is, like, your fifth best linebacker on your team, that's that's something, man. <laughs> for sure. But the defense is like that, like it's eleven guys, though. You know, like uh, you say, like remember when Peyton Manning got hurt and the Colts were one in fifteen or whatever, and got lucky enough to draft Andrew Luck, and then Andrew Luck takes him to the playoffs two years later. Like a quarterback can drive a team. It's just it you just you have to find that quarterback is what's so hard. That's why teams take the like you said they're going to be going two, three, four, five quarterbacks in the first round because teams, you need a quarterback to drive your team. But if you can get lucky, like the Jaguars did, and bringing in the best, like two years in a row, their defense was, you know, two years ago, their defense was supposed to be good. Remember, they brought in a couple of guys. They brought in the defensive uh, lineman from the Broncos, and uh, they drafted. 
they drafted Ramsey and this and that. And it was like, all right, well, they're going to be good. They were marginally better. But then they bring in Calais Campbell this year, Barry Church, and then bring oh, in – um, who's the other guy? Boye. Oh, Boye. You bring in Boye, who's just as good as Ramsey as far as a shutdown corner, not necessarily as athletic. But then you hit – and when you hit big like that and you bring in Fournette, who people – you know, hate on him for drafting a running back early, but he helps them control that side of the football while the defense is just stomping out any other team they plays offense. Then you, it is, it's not the quarterback, but you have a team element as far as winning the games versus like a Colts roster when Andrew Luck ain't in there, they can barely win a game until they, you know, bring in Brissett for pennies on the dollar. And Brissett looks like a legit, you know, young quarterback that needs some, needs a little bit more training, but he helped them look like a professional football team again, which they didn't while if whoever else was in there playing. Old Tulsi and them boys couldn't run. They were like, we're not going to sell a single ticket exactly. if Tulsi stays here. Yeah, <laughs> Brad played better than Tulsi would. <laughs> this is true. Oh, boy. Tulsi. Yeah. <clears throat> so how are you guys feeling about this game against Tommy? I mean, I've, to me, Tommy looked like he was getting hit a little bit uh, last week versus Titans, and and, and he, was, he was showing some frustration, I thought. First and quarter. He's about to get that same type of pressure, and and I mean, I think he got a real shot. How do you guys feel about this? Way more pressure coming this week. I don't. I don't think it's the one of the better. I don't think it's one of the better Patriots teams that we've seen in the last, <laughs> however long they've been good. But yeah. uh, you know, and their and their other Super Bowl runs. But um, they just what is crazy is they just are always so versatile and and can bring up whomever to to be the guy Amendola and Deion Lewis last week I mean it's insane Completely. I mean I know Deion Lewis has been kind of relevant this la latter half of the season but like not at all the last year and a half before that so I mean it's just crazy that they can kind of work with anything and still get the job done so it's it's it doesn't even matter like they, it's it's always going to be a challenge but yeah, that that Jags defense is stout man they uh they really make some plays when it matters most they the um Ben Roethlisberger like was seriously dropping dimes in that game. Like so I, many times. I have not seen in a while anything more accurate than what he was throwing. Like the four touchdown passes that um, th their first four were uh, just something else. Like just yeah. crazy. Perfectly. They're great catches too, but I mean, they, they could not have been put anywhere else. That Literally time. anywhere else. Yeah. yeah. And, and even the ones that were incompletion sometimes, like I remember Juju coming across on, on a cross route and it was placed perfectly where Juju could catch it. He had his hands on it, but he ended up dropping it. And so, I mean, <clears throat> what I mean by this is that he's get, Tom's going to have to be on his game. He's going to have to throw yeah. into those, you know, close knit uh, sections where, where Ramsey and Boye and all these guys are going to be playing tight. So it's, I think it's going to be a better matchup than people think, but you know that's also bias, a little. But to be to be real at the same time, I, mean, well, I definitely don't have a problem laying the nine. I don't think you don't have a problem laying the nine or taking the nine. Taking the nine. I mean, Ooh. oh, I was about to say, take the nine, don't lay the nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, most the, people try to lay the nine, but just can't quite get there. The <laughs> well done. I'm always a few inches short. <laughs> For your down. pleasure. Always. <laughs> Take me to Pleasure Town. Talking centimeters, right? <laughs> yeah. the, the Titans have a couple of good defensive players, but the Jaguars come in stacked. And like you were saying, Gabe, this is probably not the most 
talented roster for the Patriots. If I remember last week, you know, when the game started and they go the first play, series of the defense, they go through the defense and they introduce themselves and they go through the defensive line and they go through the linebackers. And I'm like, I don't even recognize anybody's name yet. You know what I mean? And like they got a couple of good secondary players, but like defensively, the Patriots, the front seven was disgusting looking on paper coming into that game. And they get like six sacks on Mariota. Like you said, they just they they're gonna scheme it and they're gonna find a way, but they don't have the talent that I mean, the Jaguars are bringing to the table this week. It's gonna be a different game. It's gonna be that Giants model that beat the Patriots a couple times in the pet playoffs. Those Jags are gonna bring the heat on on Tommy, and he's gonna be in trouble. Yeah, and guess I mean, look who's look who's running the 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 uh, the front office kind of show over there. The same guy that was taking it to the the New England Patriots Aha. years before, Coughlin. Another Tommy. <laughs> the OG Tommy. The OG Tommy. I know. It just keep they keep he keeps haunting the Patriot, doesn't he? He really does. All they need to do is 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 bring in Eli and it would just be the, yeah. the oh, worst stop. nightmare ever. <laughs> the Patriots. What what would what's really interesting about this is that last week, I think it was a just a confluence of factors that came about in terms of Tom Brady and Belichick have just eaten up Dick LeBeau defenses for oh, I don't yeah. know, a billion years now. So even and, and I was and I even tweeted about this because I was so upset at myself for believing that Tennessee actually had a shot after that first quarter, first half. I was like, wow, they're actually in this game. This might be you know, this is they've got something going here. And of course, the Patriots do what they do. But like you guys were saying, what's going to be interesting is that the heat is going to be turned up. And I'm really interested to see because obviously with no Edelman um, and and the likes of of those type of guys, how they utilize these guys in terms of trying to get the ball out quick. Because Brady is always at his best. He can sit on this. I mean, stand in his spot, not move, and get the ball out asap. Um, and with tight coverage, because it's going to be tight coverage, uh, I'm not sure if those guys can beat them down the field. So then that brings you to okay, does New England look to run the ball here? Uh, because Jacksonville hasn't been the best uh, at stopping the run. So I'm excited for the matchup. I think the Jacks have a legit shot, especially if Blake Bortles can play like he did in the fourth quarter where he's making legitimate plays yeah. to win the game, not just yeah, – so, yeah. Yeah, like legitimate, legitimate throws uh, to win the game. So that's uh, – I'm excited, and I think there's a, there's a decent chance for the Jags. But old Tommy tends to find a way – Fine. Yeah, I, I mean, saw some scary Blake Bortles plays in that game that bro. definitely had me sweating. Yeah, like, oh, like he started nine of twenty-one, I think nine of twenty-four, yeah. nine of twenty-one something, and finished yeah. like dealing. It was crazy. Yeah, he first does, half was ugly. He does get a big boost from a nice run. He gets amped up from a nice run. So that's good. <laughs> he needs that confidence boost. And he's a yeah, he's a he's a guy who who comp- I, I I believe. I mean, some a lot all the quarterbacks aren't like this, but I mean, he has to have like that confidence as soon as he's rattled and, and isn't really sure what's going on he's a mess and then it seems like once he gets just a little bit of confidence established he can kind of do his thing and I, I think we saw that in glimpses and uh all throughout the season here where there was weeks where he was he was really confident and riding high and then the last couple of weeks before the playoffs it kind of dipped down and, and it wasn't great and he hasn't necessarily been Great all through the playoffs, but like you guys said, he just he got he got confident at the end of that game and and was able to uh, get the victory. All right, I think we filled our Jaguars quota. You feel good about it, Gabe? I mean, <clears throat> I mean, we could keep going. Can we just get one more? Like, do 
Okay, we're good. That that was the cherry on top. Thank you. Yeah, I gotta right. watch out for Brex Burkhead though. I heard he's gonna be healthy for this game. <sighs> yeah, <laughs> that was ben the other thing. There shows up and gets three you know? touchdowns and then deuces. Yeah, it's like just like James White. Like he hadn't yeah. played for I don't know how many weeks, and all of a sudden, first two touchdowns of the game go. Like, what the crap, dude? Come on. <sighs> Patriots, though. That's what they, they do. Healthy, time. healthy Gronk and a healthy Tommy. It could be a tough game, but I definitely yeah. I would take the nine for sure. Well, the the get the ball out quick, like Mike Check was talking about there. There's no uh, there's no getting the ball out quick against Ramsey and Boye. So now you look at little skinny Amendola running around in the middle. And last week he has like 11 for a buck 50 or something receiving. And tends, it tends to be hot and cold with him week to week because if he's hot one week, he takes a lot of hits. He needs a week or two to recover. It's uh, uh, there's, there's no way Amendola carries the load for the Patriots down the middle of the field against the Jags defense. It's, they're going to have trouble. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Jags by 30. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that much is clear. <laughs> that much is true. Uh, all right. So can we go on and get to the game, Gabe? I haven't even told you about this. Well, I, I think I mentioned it. I think I mentioned it to Jay Wayne. Um, he, he, he had a – Music, right? Yeah. Hit, yeah. hit the music. Hit the, hit the music, guys. <laughs> guys. <laughs> guys. We're going to hit it. <laughs> so uh, we're going to play. Uh, last week – uh, we had the pleasure of actually talking through quarterback musical chairs. And this week, since you guys on your podcast have been in the midst of wide receiver rankings, uh, we're going to play wide receiver musical chairs. So essentially what I'm going to do uh, is bring up uh, either somebody who is either already uh, going to be a free agent this offseason or could possibly be cut. Uh, and where would you like to see them land as it pertains to uh, the dynasty fortunes of teams all across America. Uh, so, for example, the first guy that I want to talk about, uh, and this may be the most, I don't know if it'll be the most exciting or not. And I'm pretty sure you guys haven't brought brought this guy, you guys haven't brought this guy up yet uh, on your on your pod. Okay. Uh, a Mr. Des Bryant. Des Bryant. So, obviously, Des Bryant uh, – everyone's contemplating saying, Hey, this might be the, he might've played his last game in a Cowboys Jersey. Uh, first of all, I want to know, do you guys still believe in Des as a wide receiver one for dynasty teams? And either way, where would you like to see him in 2018? Well, can I jump in here first? Get it. So you're calling Des getting cut by the Cowboys. I'm not, I'm not saying he will get cut and I'm going to pull up his contract. Okay. Well, while you're pulling up his contract, let me jump in on what I – your question was, is he a wide receiver one? And obviously in that offense with a run-first basis and a younger quarterback who's you just played out of his absolute mind for the first two years in the league as a fourth-round draft pick or whatever he was, he's not a wide receiver one for fantasy football and it's not necessarily even his fault. There's too much competition for the wide receiver one. There's only 12 of them. If you're talking about, you know, average size leagues. So I don't think he's a wide receiver one, but I don't think Des really hadn't lost much skill set. You think about Des, the Des Bryant, we remember had Tony Romo, a prolific passer dropping him dimes with no defense that were, they got shredded every week. So they were point chasing every single week. Whereas this Des that we know now has Ezekiel Elliott, Ezekiel Elliott, and 
you know, Dak, who they're just in an offensive line who is protect the football and, and to keep our defense off the field because we know they're not good. So let's keep them rested. You know, so it's it's not – he's just not getting the targets. And the targets he is getting is now coming from a, what will be a third-year quarterback. So the first, the last two years of targets have come from a quarterback that the Cowboys didn't even want on the field. They wanted it to be Romo. And we know the, the play that happened in Seattle in the preseason, dude fell on his – hit him from behind and snapped his back, and now he's in the booth. I mean, it just – it's been a tough couple of years for Dez, but it's not necessary. And he's had the foot problems, but he's he's healthy – He's just not in the same offense with the same passing threat that he used to be. But I do see him transition. I, I call him I, – don't get me wrong, Casey and I laughed about this the other day. He is not Larry Fitzgerald as a as a character, but he could be Larry Fitzgerald as a slot man if he Ooh. wants to be that in the next couple of years. He could be Larry Fitzgerald. He's just not Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah, I think the popular kind of thing that everyone was talking about there after that kind of – week i don't know 17 or 16 game or whatever was about you know des needs to move to the slot to be an effective receiver again which i, I you know i definitely don't disagree I, I don't think he needs to be outside like he like he is currently outside i think moving to the slot would help him out but again just like big co said like he's not larry fitzgerald number one he's not willing like i think he need probably they probably want him to take a pay cut and there's no chance he's going to do that. And like he's just he's just not that kind of character guy that Larry Fitzgerald is, who's who's willing to move in and basically relearn the position at wide receiver. Larry had a couple of down years when he was in there figuring out exactly how to run these routes out of the slot. Bad quarterback. And too. well, true that 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 definitely weighs into it. But it's a completely different position, really. If if you're you know yeah, always not- working out of that. Uh, area of the field and i don't think he wants to go into the slot i mean i think that's degrading to him in his mind like he's des damn it yeah (laughs) right but i I see like to me it it all it's i love to see why like the number one receiver on a team i used to love it when i'm a lions fan i should love to see the lions running calvin out of the slot it just gives you more room to work with i don't understand why to be the man on the field and like to be the best wide receiver on the field, you're supposed to be out there near the sideline every play. That don't make sense to me to pigeonhole yourself. Sure, it's nice if you can run a fly and a post and a cross, but give me start in the middle of the field and that way you can go right or left or instead of just straight or away from the boundary. And, and, yeah, and make and it hard on the defense. Yeah, one of, one of Dez's best parts of his game is his after the catch ability and the tenacity of him. Like, nah, get off me, I'm going. Forget you know. Very physical. So I mean I like I like him with the ball in the air as well and 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 on that kind of outside position here but I I think getting the ball in his hands on on maybe a little bit shorter routes in the middle of the field and uh, trying to let him do his thing would 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 be highly effective. It's just going to be a matter of if he's kind of willing to do that. And I, I'm not sure that he's right. that type of guy. So to so to sum that up, we'd like to see Dez in Dallas in the slot. <laughs> but he's not a wide receiver one. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that's that's what I wanted to know. So no, so definitely we, not a wide receiver one. Okay, are you are you guys are you guys good? And, and real quick, just to give you context. So in 2018, Bryant's going to have a base salary of 12 and a half million. His cap hit is going to be 16 and a half million. And if they cut him, his dead cap value is going to be eight million. So so I mean that 16 and a half million that is a heavy number in terms of yeah. a cap hit for a wide receiver. But obviously, half of that's going to be dead if. If they cut him, so they're gonna have to restructure. He's probably not gonna want to take a pay cut. They're gonna have to shift the numbers around so that his ego can get paid. Yeah, but I don't but see that's him what happens, though. 
That's what happens. This is, is if, if he came off of a Antonio Brown like year, you wouldn't be talking about giving him a pay cut. You'd be like, wow, he just earned that. And if, if he doesn't, then it always comes down that he's a couple years into this contract now. So it always comes to this point. Every time somebody gets a contract in the NFL, you do have that guaranteed money, which nobody can take away from you. But once you get into one or two, three years, you always come to the restructure. It yeah. always happens. So there's, like I said about the young court, like he, if Tony Romo had been healthy the last two years, you wouldn't be sitting here talking about Dez needing to restructure his contract. You'd be talking about Dez being a wide receiver one. He I don't just know. Had it. I don't know how much. I mean, you, you get Zeke in there with with that line. I don't, you know, might might change the course of of how much Romo's throwing the ball if, if Romo did stay healthy and, and was on the field. Yeah, but I'm I'm just made like you yeah. know, there's the vision, different quarterback, and, and gunslinging the, the, mentality. Exactly the vision, the anticipation, the gunslinging. Like the Dak is just trying to not turn the ball over, and he's been great at it for a young man. Like there's no, you couldn't have asked for any more out of Dak. The Dallas Cowboys could not have asked for any more out of him. It just so happened to hurt Des. It they, just, what, what needs to really happen is they need to fire Jerry's illimited, illegitimate child. And Jason Garrett, Garrett. <laughs> he'll be the coach of that team. Them boys look the same. Like there's something that they're not telling us. His mom is just not Jerry's mom. Uh, yeah, like she's on. somewhere in Barbados, paid off, living good. <laughs> Cheese eggs and potatoes. <laughs> uh, oh, five a.m. in Toronto. Mm. That's funny. All right, good deal. That was fun. So to our next guy, and one of one of your all's personal favorites, as I've just recently learned, one of the hashtag crossing route crushers, mm. a Mr. Jarvis Landry. Oh, God. Jarvis okay. Landry. How much time have you got, fella? Didn't, didn't we talk about Jarvis Landry last week, J. Mike, or was that two weeks no, ago? But, no, they did. But, oh, we just came back last week. But, yeah. Keaton was but on. We didn't, Jarvis but we didn't find – listen – I don't, I don't, you guys don't have to tell me about how amazing he is. We all know that. And like you said, you guys have discussed it. We've discussed it. I'd just like to know where you guys would like to see Jarvis Landry in 2018. I want him back in my game. I'm just saying, maybe, maybe people don't know that they like him so much and they should go listen to the Married to the Game pod. Great idea. Uh, you know, check yeah. out the Jarvis Landry takes. Cross, yeah, you crossing can, you out can check it out on YouTube with just Jarvis, or you can get the whole pod, whatever you want. <laughs> But I want Just I want Jarvis that subscribe button. To the question. Yeah, we like what Adam Gase has got going on. We like that that offense and the scheming and the X's and O's. And you know, he's Adam Gase has tried to scheme Jarvis out of it, out of the equation. He tried to draw up routes that didn't involve him in the progression, and and he was still getting thrown the ball. So I think Adam Gase has come around on the talent of Jarvis Landry. I don't know that they're going to pay him, but it would be nice to see him back in Miami. But for me personally, I don't care where he is. He could go anywhere because his skill set travels. He's going to be open. It's just all there is to it. He's a running back after the catch. Like, if you look at his yak yardage and his yak numbers, he's up there in the top of the league with the best running backs in the league. So, you, I, people get mad at his A dot, but it doesn't matter if you're crushing yards after the catch. Like, why, so why are you want- bringing statistics into this, Jay Wayne? <laughs> I'm sorry. I need to drink more. <laughs> No, I'm with you. I mean, it's it's hard for Jarvis Landry to fail. Just kind of no matter where he's going to be, he he should be fine. He's had the threat of, you know, Devontae Parker for however long and right. And what quarterback <laughs> has he had? So I mean Yeah. So it's uh I think he can he can definitely survive. Well, he's if he does move, 
if 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 Landry moves somewhere, then he's going somewhere that just brought him in on purpose. So this like you know he, he's either in Miami where he's setting records for catches every year, or he's in another on another team who just said, hey, we need somebody that can catch a hundred passes for us and help us move the chains. So his he's safe. His catches are safe. What happens if Jarvis Landry uh, is going to get paid by the Cleveland Browns? Sell, sell, sell. Why you gotta go there? We're having a good time. We're here having a good time on the open bar. You gotta be a Debbie Downer over there. Maybe they get Kirk Cousins. Maybe they come in. Maybe they bring in Kirk. (laughs) Maybe Jarvis crushes. Maybe they bring in Alex Smith and Jarvis has 250 catches. (laughs) This is true. True. That would just be glorious. I think you got to be a, a little down if anybody goes to Cleveland at this point, but you, you have to think that at some point the ship is going to right itself. So uh, hope for the best. All right, moving on uh, to thank you. <laughs> this, thank you. <laughs> this guy, there's probably no way that this guy can go back to where he just played uh, a Mr. Terrell Pryor. Terrell Pryor. We'll let Big Co start with that one. Yeah, Big Co. What do you where do you want Big where do you want Terrell Pryor next year? Why don't Big you Co? slide back into that screen a little more? I can yeah. <laughs> you need you need some FaceTime on the Terrell Pryor love. Where where wow, would you like him to go? Where would you like him to go? Um well if I can just pick it. If yes, I yes. Wherever I, uh, give me San Fran, baby. Give me Jimmy G. Give me Kyle Shanahan drawing up the X's and O's for Pryor. I'll take it. I, I kind of like him in, in, in Indianapolis. If, if Andrew Luck can get back together and get healthy, Moncrief out of there. You got a little T.Y. Hilton in there who a little bit different receiver. Uh, you know, I think they could he could do everything Moncrief was doing and, and some. So I, 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 don't, hmm. I like him in the Colts uniform. Jay Wayne? Where would I like Terrell Pryor? I don't know. I, I guess I'd like to see him healthy anywhere. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> on the field, that'd be good. I want this. I can see him baby. on the field. Yeah, I mean, Bears, Colts. Nah, not the Bears. Not uh, the, the Bears. Col- Doesn't like a, it. That was a great point with the the Colts. I like that. I like the Colts. I'll just I'll just use that for lack of having my own opinion. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, what about you, Gabe? What are you? Where are you? Where are you? Well, I'm just like like. I I I I jumped in to see where the the ADP was for Terrell Pryor. Uh, I mean, like thirteenth. 14th round of of dynasty startups wow. i mean like who cares who cares <laughs> it's okay it's okay i'll tell you what the snow day's got one, you as a grumpy one good but... year one one top 15 year it's okay for them to have a top 15 year sell and carry on like right now it's like between um let's see uh tyler lockett and um yeah tyler lockett and terrell Pryor. who would you rather have Terrell Pryor. Really? I, think I don't know. Paul Richardson could be out of there. Tyler Lockett's had had spats that looked pretty decent this year, but I, I'm I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stick with my man Terrell Pryor. I think. I mean, I, unless you, I don't know. I, don't Paul know. I, got, I got a hard time quitting too. Terrell Pryor. I know. I know you. You uh, you said it's okay to to sell my man and get out, but I'm I'm having a tough. I th- think there's a, a decent skill set there. It's just well, you're not selling anything now. I mean, if if you're like, selling now, you're giving you're giving him no, away. So. Last year, that was your that was your chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good. good if you sold it last year, Gabe, great for you. If you're getting him in the 13th or 14th round right now, 
fantastic. Yeah, you're got then so you're yeah, you're I'm investing yeah. you're investing basically zero, and you get a you get a side seat a size speed specimen, and who he's done it, and again the first play of the game the first play of the season for the Redskins this year was a 50 yard bomb to prior. It's not like they didn't bring him in and want to do something. It just, the wheels fell off the, the passing game for the Redskins. The first four weeks of the season was all tight ends and running backs. And they just didn't know what was going on. Everybody starts some, some teams start a little slow and Kirk Cousins still had good stats at the end of the year, but it sure wasn't any wide receivers. And, and by the time, you know, even Crowder Crowder was horrible until like week 12 I saw him get dropped in one league I'm in, and then his, somebody picked him up the next week, paid a lot of fab budget for him after after Crowder you know, had eight catches for 100 and a touch or something like that. But, I mean, the wheels fell off for Pryor. I was one of his biggest supporters. I'm not going to just pretend like I would. I, I'm not – I wouldn't give him away right now. I sh- there's not – like you said, Gabe, there's nothing to sell. It's just how cheap you want to pay. I, I'll buy him real cheap this year for – I'll give him – I'll give a 13th round in a startup for him. Why not? Yeah, I mean, and to yeah, to that point, I mean, there's a lot of guys deep there where it's it sort of starts to not matter. But I mean, you're, you're still you're only halfway through the draft. You should care a little bit. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> there, there's some guys around there that um you I guess that may be more worthy to talk about. I guess um I don't know who I, I see Laquan Treadwell. He's kind of around there. That's interesting to me. Uh, right, but it, all right, so all right, that's Canada. great. Let's go on over over Terrell there. That's great. That's great. Let me jump in right here. Like a Laquan Treadwell, that's perfect because next year, there's really nothing. If things stay the same in the Vikings, there's nothing that really Laquan Treadwell can do just because Diggs and Thielen dominate that offense versus Terrell Pryor. If he goes to somewhere like the Colts and Andrew Luck comes back, he could blow up and be a firecracker in the 14th round. Like Casey and I took Marquis Lee in the 14th round of a startup this past season, and it paid off huge for us because, I mean, like, you're basically you're just taking stabs anyway. You could either take rookies that people, you know, second round rookie draft picks in the 13th, 14th round of a startup, or you can take people that have just on the scrap heap. That's the scrap heap. Ah, that's when you got Devontae Adams two years ago. We got Devontae Adams in the 17th round of a startup. Next thing you know, he's worth the two first round picks. You know, like you you take your stabs in those areas on people who could blow up. And and I like Laquan Treadwell a ton, but I just don't there's nothing for him in that offense next year without injury. Devontae Adams name drop. Devontae <laughs> Adams name drop. Hey. Casual. This is just like, you know, we're doing reruns this week, J Mike. <laughs> Unintentionally, but <clears throat> Oh yeah, I didn't know. Sorry. All right. No, I know. All right. I've got it's J Mike. It's J Mike's fault. He's Whatever, dude. I've got two more names. Co-host problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for real. Trust issue. about this. Yeah. <laughs> two more names, one of which will stay close to home. Mr. Allen Robinson, unrestricted free agent. Well, uh, I first of all, first of all, where do you guys stand with Allen Robinson? Well, I, I want love him. Yeah, I want y'all y'all two to answer that question first. Yeah, yeah, you answer that question. Well, we kind of talked about, or uh, before J. Mike jumped in, Jay Wayne and and uh, Corey, we were talking about. I just tell you, Corey. You did. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry. Wow. That's okay. Wow. That's his name. Oh, boy. You dropped. You just went real name on me. Uh, well, no, no, no. I, I was because <laughs> he was talking were, about Casey. I was talking about Casey because I don't think you uh, were here yet, Big Co. But um, well, I have to talk like this to be Corey, but <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, sorry, hot toddy's got me all bodied. I know um, you lost the sweatshirt already. Yeah. Must be. It's hot. Working <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's hot. I'm about to in this hat. Like I can't. 
I'm losing it. I'm losing it. But anyways, uh, we were talking off air between like you kind of have to sign. They have enough cap to sign something, whether it's QB and they say they're bringing back Bortles, whatever. But if they decide to bring back Lee or Robinson or both somehow. um, Hearn's got to go. That's good. What's that? Hearn's got to go. Which which they can get out of Hearns this year with. with Right. Yeah. If you bring back Lee and Robinson, you got to lose Hearns. I was just curious. I, I know that the ACL thing's not a huge injury anymore. It's like it, it truly is nothing to me. It, it's it's you may as well tear it coming into the league <laughs> at this point because I mean it's it seems as if you will eventually, unfortunately. But um, it seems like that. My and he had a kind of a bad year the year before that. So he's really coming off of like a good 2015 year and. Yeah, 2016 was okay, but like, how much is fair really to to? And is he going to be the guy that you want? You need that is that piece to make you to get you over the hump. I'm not sure. It seems. I mean, they're in the AFC AFC Championship without him. So I, I love Allen Robinson. I wish he was a Jaguar, just like for my my own you know happiness. But uh, I could easily see him going elsewhere just because they probably feel comfortable in the front office with a Marquise Lee and, and DD Westbrook's been, you know, okay. Building around that Alan Hearns, whatever. And Keelan Cole, Keelan Cole, man, hey, Kentucky's own respect that game. Well, he went All to school. Right, so, Kentucky. so Kentucky blue J Mike over there. What do you think about, uh, I'm, I'm a huge, I, I, I really, um, I was conflicted on Allen Robinson at first. Cause I remember when they took him and Marquise Lee and I thought, Oh man, Marquise Lee is definitely going to be the way better player coming out. Um, and Allen Robinson just showed out obviously for the, for that season. Um, and I was expecting a huge bounce back this season. I would love to see him come back. Uh, however, if I'm just, again, playing musical chairs, like my game intends, Gabe, if I'm playing <laughs> musical chairs, what I would really love to see just some craziness the Packers cut Randall Cobb. They get out from under Jordy. They have Allen Robinson on one side, and then they draft. Uh, and I saw it in Bleacher Report today in terms of one of their mock drafts. They draft Calvin Ridley, and they keep your boy Devontae. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> that would just be a lot of fun. Just a lot like of fun. That. I like that. That would uh, be a lot of fun. I think Why? there's only one issue with that reasoning, and I don't know that, that Aaron Rodgers is ever going to let Jordy Nelson go. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But that would be sexy. I mean, that'd be like a younger, more athletic, better smile wide receiver over there. If they please. <laughs> I love Alan. Alan Robinson's got a great smile, man. That dude just looks like he, he does. Ought to be a star. <laughs> well, what's interesting here is the unrestricted free agent for Alan Robinson because. The like Gabe said, you know, the 15 season was awesome for Allen Robinson. The 16 season wasn't as bad as it looked as you felt it because you were coming off the expectation. He was the first round startup pick in Dynasty. So it was a terrible season if you took him in the first round because it felt like crap. And then he goes and blows his knee out this year. But what's interesting is, is now it's for the NFL GMs to tell us what they feel about him. The numbers in the contract he gets will answer this question for us. Obviously, we don't know which team, and we won't know until it happens, and maybe the Jaguars bring him back. But because because he's unrestricted, he gets to talk to everybody. So the quote-unquote professionals will tell us if the 15 season is really what Allen Robinson is about 
or the 16th season, which on our podcast, we talked a lot about the 16th season was uh, most of it was Blake Bortles throwing the ball in the dirt and over his head and out of bounds. So how could he really do that good? But that's what first in completion percentage in 16. Right. So that's what I'm interested to see for, for Allen Robinson is, is to let the G so the GM sell, tell us, we knew when Des Bryant was coming up and needed a contract, he was going to get 70 million. That was a given. We knew when Julio was coming up, he was going to get 70 million. That was a given. We knew AJ green was going to get his contract. And you know, this man's got one good season under his belt, one decent season under his belt, a blown out knee. Now what, who, who's paying him and, and how much? Well, I think the San Francisco, I, would, I mean, I'm going to just I'll throw on the hat right now. Honey. We'll go. I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I, I mean, I really hope my boys take uh, take Allen Robinson here. I think I think he would be a nice piece for them. And Jimmy G, uh, again, we talked about it on the podcast this this past week about the Allen Robinson season. And I watched, you know, probably 10 games from the 16 season, a couple games from the 15 season and just kind of compared and contrast. And then kind of dug into what kind of guy he was and what kind of work ethic he had. And, I, you know, I really liked everything that I saw from this guy. Um, I really liked the fact that, you know, he, he wanted to not only be like a vertical presence receiver, but he wanted to, you know, figure out how to like that. Alan Hearns came in, came in and he was kind of the route running kind of guy. And, and, and um, Alan Robinson was a little bit of the vertical threat. So he was, you know, kind of learning from Alan Hearns a little bit about how to, how to, you know, run routes a little better and getting better at his footwork and just, just really digging into to that side of things. And I, you know, I think he wants to learn, which is, is, you know, a huge thing in, in the league. Some of these guys have just always been relying on their God given talent. And, you know, I think that can go, go a long way. And obviously I, I really like Kyle Shanahan and, and Jimmy G. So if, if that should so happen, I think Allen Robinson could be, you know, a pretty solid player, ton of cap over there in, in, uh, San Francisco as and well. I think Allen Robinson's about to get paid major money. I think I think he's put enough on film. He's young enough. He's that prototypical dude. I think he's about to get paid. And I don't know if the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to want to. I don't know that they're going to be able to afford him. Hey, Rob, you don't think they ain't afford? <laughs> I don't. Not with everybody else they want to keep around and all the other stuff they want to do and, and the success yeah, they without him like you said yeah like you said look at they're in the afc championship game without him they got these studs on defense with these contracts i agree i don't think it's in jacksonville's plans to keep him because if he does need if he demands a certain level of payment they'd rather have the defense and i mean do you think he really wants to play with blake bortles I th- i've seen it in body language and you've you've seen the clip played over and over again like just Keep put the, the ball fucking in ball in bounds, bounds bro like, <laughs> i mean i think i think he's had he's kind of seen enough of that whole ordeal and and you know obviously maybe it's only one more season with Blake or maybe they do something else I don't know um but you know I I think that before he before the Jaguars make a choice on what they're going to do with their with their quarterback situation whether it be in the draft or whatever um I think Allen Robinson might have to make a decision you know to either stay or go so Hmm. I like uh Robinson insane one more mic check one one last one yes sir Last one, uh, my personal favorite, which is why I'm saving him, and I hope you guys can have fun with this one, Mr. Sammy Watkins, uh, right? Fresh out of fresh out of uh, Buffalo fame, fresh out of Clemson fame, where that's where he originally stole my heart. Just watching him take slants to the house and do work, uh, 
sure. take kicks back. He's I think he's a phenomenal talent. Um, and shout out. I haven't given any shout outs yet. Shout out to the folks uh, on the YouTube chat with us. Uh, Jake Anderson of of all sorts of fame writer at DLF. And he's on the pod all the time. Um, a, a lot of a, a lot of fun. They have a lot of fun in here. Um, what about he throws out Sammy to Carolina? To the Carolina Panthers. I don't hate that at all. I mean that that's that's a Panthers strong need guy. a weapon. Panthers need a weapon outside. Yeah, in a in a in a North Turner offense, I think that'd be fun. Um, God, <laughs> <laughs> I was I was waiting on you to say something as soon as I said North Turner. I forgot. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we have all this fun talent, all these young guys, all these. You get the CMC, uh, Sante, oh not Sante. I said Sante Samuel. Wow, Curtis Samuel. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and and Cam Newton, and we're going to go get North Turner. Good times. Uh, <laughs> good times. Uh, I would I would love to see, and this would be the most, um, and I'm just trying to think of who might pay him because I've heard a lot of rumblings of the Rams bringing him back, which would make me very sad with the fact that uh, I, w- I would be really nervous that his usage would continue to be uh, as non-inclusive as it's been. Um, I, I think it's, pro- it's probably nowhere to go it up, but up if he stays in Los Angeles. But I would love to see him go get paid. Um, I think it would be a lot of fun for him to be in a place like, um, I don't know, Indianapolis with Andrew Luck, T.Y. Hilton. That'd be a lot of fun if they don't bring Moncrief back. I don't know what their cap situation is like or if they spend on him. I think that'd be really cool. I'd also like to see him go wherever Kirk Cousins goes. Um whatever that looks like. So obviously the, the 49ers dream is over for Kirk cousins. Um, so, so wherever Kirk goes, I think he'd be, I think Sammy would be an awesome fit for him. Um, holla at all those, uh, a dot nerds, uh, that, <laughs> that, that, that Jay Wayne loves so much. Hate him. <laughs> what do you guys think? Your heart, let it out. <laughs> The last I read about Sammy was that he was going, uh, kind of getting projected to be tagged Branch by, by the yeah the Rams. So I mean, y- you say go out and get paid, but like off of what? You know, I mean, we we've seen hope here hope from Buffalo, but uh, I don't know. Typically, you with a caliber like that, you you have to come out with a, a decent season, much like Des did a few years back. And then three years later, we can talk about why the heck he was paid that much. So. That's the thing, too. Even looking at last year's landscape, how Terrell Pryor got a one-year prove-it deal, yeah. obviously not coming back to Washington. Alshon Jeffrey got the one-year, got extended. I, uh, I think there was one more guy I can't think of that was signed last year, signed a one-year deal. I cannot remember. Anyhow. What you got? What what say you guys? I, I hope he goes back to the Bills, circles the wagon, <laughs> and absolutely crushes it. <laughs> well, that's not gonna happen. Nobody circles the <laughs> wagons like the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> that was my best, Chris Berman. That's all I got. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. I don't I don't see him. I don't see him going back to the Bills. <laughs> I also don't hate him. Anymore. <laughs> uh, I I've. Not to try and regurgitate everything I said on our last podcast, but I went I went kind of hard in the paint for Sammy Watkins, just his value in general, how it's it's never falling. It's always in the same value He's every had some year. Bulletproof value for sure. He just doesn't 
it's that hope like you said it's that hope and 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 he has put it down he's put it on tape like he's had an awesome season he's had a pretty solid season and then he finished he finished 15 amazing um and you saw what he could really be on a week to week basis and that was you know i like tyrod as much as the next guy but he's not like he's not He's not. I don't. I mean, he's good. He was good for Sammy, and he's good with the deep ball. But then, when you look at Sammy in, in Los Angeles this year, I mean, he he came over right before the season started, and he still caught right. eight touchdown passes and didn't drop a ball and was drawing double coverage and did everything for that team they wanted him to do. And I mean, he still scored eight touchdowns. Like eight touchdowns was open a ton. Is a serious well. number. So he's a threat in the red zone, and that helps you from a fantasy perspective. I mean, when they're throwing him red zone goal line targets, he was like 17th, I think, in the league in red zone receptions. I think all the touchdowns were in, inside like the 10 except for two or He had three. Two, two, one or two long touchdowns, and the rest were like, were like short area stuff. And so I like that usage, and I think his receptions can only go up. I love what the Sean McVay is doing in Los Angeles. I love that offense. I love the ability – for them to keep the ball and keep possession of the ball and score a lot, it puts him in scoring position. I'd much rather that than to some other team. I don't, I don't know about this. Like he could, if they don't franchise him, he could go get some money. I mean, he's going to go get some money if they don't franchise him. And the franchise tag is serious money too. But I, I, I like, I like the Rams' offense, and I like him in that. I think he can grow into a bigger, better role. I don't, I, I'm not as nervous. I, like the biggest thing to me is that he's healthy right now that he played all 16 games and and i didn't see him on i mean we were debating on whether he was on an injury report at all or not and, and to even have that discussion about sammy Watkins was not hurt all year long that's the biggest thing to me so he's going into this next offseason healthy coming off of a healthy year i mean he can only go up and the 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 he, the it's the sky the limit is for this dude this dude is a physical freak he's a phenomenal talent and he works hard and you can go back to his days at Clemson, like you're saying. Like I'm a Clemson grad. I was. I love anything Clemson. See, so it's look, little, look what you did, J. Mike. It's tough. To, <laughs> it's, tough to, it's tough to not just be biased. But I mean, I, I've gone through my ups and downs with Sammy, and I've come out on the other end, and I'm I'm more excited about him now than I haven't been in a long time. And that's that's with him staying in Los Angeles. I guess. And that's always, about, been, about, that's always been the thing with injury. I mean, you've that's always been the talk. It's like. Sammy will be great if he's healthy. It's like, okay, well, now he's healthy, and y'all hate him now. But (laughs) (laughs) How about Sammy going to Kansas City and Mahomes? I mean, I don't know what the cap situation is, but they need another play. They need somebody else besides, obviously, you have Kelsey and and Tyree Kill is awesome, but. That would be crowded, and you know, Kareem hunts. (laughs) One thing thing that uh, somebody brought up in the chat, and I think it was Jake, uh, our dear brother Jake. One of these guys that we're talking about, somebody's going to end up in Chicago. Yeah, for sure. Or all, right. all four of them. <laughs> <laughs> What's you guys' take on Mitchell Trubisky? Because I don't think we have a lot of love for that guy over here. True chains. I'm not too excited about anybody. I mean, I'm. I'm a. He's got a very punchable face. <laughs> yes, that's so God. true. <laughs> I think that's my biggest problem with him. <laughs> He's got yeah. a punchable face. Totally Somebody's looking good. at the camera right now going, that guy's got a punchable face. Mitchell's watching this. like Tr- Truth biscuit, as Jake <laughs> says. Mitchell truth biscuit. Um, Doug says too risky. Uh, I don't know, man. 
I, I, obviously they're 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 all in with him. I, I I don't I hadn't watched near near as many Chicago games as probably most or anybody. I've seen him on a couple of occasions. Yeah, <laughs> I saw him on a couple of occasions. I mean, he I, I don't know. He doesn't seem like he's going to be terrible. So I mean, it seemed really... like the announcers were willing him to be good. Well, you did. You also didn't get it really. A, a, a yeah, who's fair, he throwing to? A fair look at you know. Was didn't really take the uh, proverbial chains off of him and let him kind of do his spread his wings really uh, very much this season. It didn't seem solid for, for whatever yeah, reason yeah. they were doing. You know, John yeah. Fox. I guess I don't know. And I, I'm a big Cam <laughs> Meredith fan. I really like what Cam Meredith was bringing to the table, and it's very unfortunate, you know, that he lost that whole season. So. You're right. He didn't have any weapons. He had nobody. He had Dontrell Inman and Kendall Wright throwing. Mid, yeah, Inman at midseason. <laughs> you know, they refused to, to continue to throw it to Tyree Cohen for some reason, which made no sense. John yeah, Fox. you got to get John Fox out of there. See ya. Got to go. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. But that is the end of Musical Chairs. Thank you guys for uh, not complaining through it. Everyone not named Gabe. <clears throat> It <laughs> <laughs> just cut to him with no sound. <laughs> you guys want to talk about Tyrod Taylor? Or? <laughs> oh, I bet Nate does. <laughs> Shout out to Nate and his Tyrod takes. <clears throat> Sheesh. J Mike, I had fun. I was just like, I was just Jarvis Landry, man. Like, what? I just asked where they'd like to see him go. I didn't okay. say, hey, let us know what you think. We know you love him. Tell us what it is. <laughs> I said, hey, where do you want to see him go? That was all. And, hey, yeah, you know what? How about this? How about this? Are you going to kick me off you, the show? You come up with the games. You can come through, <laughs> sing your song with all your 15 million kids that you got to school. <laughs> y'all come through and y'all can do the new soundtrack for the open bar. Not <laughs> the best fit. That's Get a great it. idea. You should do that. Coming through with a new soundtrack next week, the open bar uh, sponsored by. <clears throat> Not the best I fit. Need- Not the best fit. No, I, I, uh, I was just, uh, I was just playing. Um, I just, I just really want Allen Robinson to stay a Jaguar. Be nice. So bad. There What's it is. The truth, the truth comes out. The truth. What's y'all's take on Leonard Fournette? The Jaguars fans here. Cause there's a lot Love of, that a dude. lot of hate out there. There seems to be so much hate. I don't know where it's coming from. Right. Jay Wayne. I do. I do not know where it's coming from. I, that guy. Obviously, he's got the ankle issues, lower body stuff that's plagued him since LSU. Yep. But that guy is a special runner, and he punishes people. Um, sometimes it's, it's funny. I mean, you saw it in the Steelers game. Later in the game, for whatever reason, he wasn't even, like, looking for holes. He was just kind of lowering his head and just kind of – I don't know. I don't know what the deal was. If he was tired, hurting, whatever. Well, he got hurt um, in the second quarter, so. And, and maybe that's what it was. But other than he that, that come- guy – that guy punishes people, and I love him. I love his. I love him going forward in Dynasty. I don't know where our people are like, hey, selling it for for what? This dude's gonna get work for the foreseeable yeah. future. I don't. I don't understand. Exactly. I, yeah. Well, like I said, he he got hurt, so in the second half, he wasn't looking for holes because he didn't need to do anything side to side. He just needed to go forward. But yep. the 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 epitome of what. Leonard Fournette is is that touchdown that he broke to the sideline and hit the corner where they had to replay whether or not he was in. That man was running so fast, and he's so that. I mean, yeah, he's got an ankle injury because he ain't supposed to be that fast. You're not supposed <laughs> to be that big and that strong and be able to go left and right and spin like that. So yeah, he might have blew his ankle off, but he came back out and after halftime and he hashtag continued, warrior. 
He continued to help them boys run the run the offense, control the ball, keep 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 possession, get first downs, get punching in at the goal line. Like I mean, he's he's a he's a we we like to call we he's a generational talent. That's what we call him on our show. Well, when and, you look at the offense, the yards per carry actually go up, and Leonard Fournette is in the game. So <laughs> I don't understand why anybody drafts a running back in the first round ever. You can just pick up Alex Collins off of the waiver wire; it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> oh man! Shout out to Jake Anderson. What up, dude? Not, not, it's good. Good to uh, good to hear from you. I like that guy. He's good people. He is. Not the only one that can't see the chat. No, that's in. You got to look at the YouTube link because a whole nother, it's a whole other world. Dude, what's going on? That's that's about my wife. Project. My oh. wife's already gone to sleep. She's my IT professional. There's no way I can find that at this point. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a YouTube chat until J Mike was my co-host. <laughs> Fact. Hey, bro, do you know that there's like a YouTube chat? He was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, there's this box scrolling people talking in it. Like, you ain't know." You know, so if they're bored with us, they can at least entertain themselves in the chat. That's, uh, that's how you get the viewership up. Hope I'm not missing any smack talk. <laughs> no, no, you know, nobody, nobody's firing off on you guys. Well, that's no fun. Yeah, that's no fun. <laughs> but Casey's got such a punchable face. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Soft, that, that beard looks awfully soft and fluffy. I just want to, just want to bang my fist in it multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> It's getting thick up. It's winter time. It's got to shave. Got to keep the thickness. And and just in case somebody wants to sucker punch me, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You ever ever been sucker punched? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's from the north. How could you not be? The the last fight I was in, it ended, and then I got sucker punched and almost got hit by a car because the dude sucker punched me, and I was right on the edge of a curb. Mm-hmm. And I stumbled in, it, like he hit me, and like I, he didn't knock me down, but like he knocked me enough to stumble me, and I was real close to getting hit by an oncoming car. That was the last time I was in a fight because I was like, Jesus, I could have gotten killed by <laughs> by some dude just sucker punching me because his boy was angry about the, what had just transpired. <laughs> <laughs> then I've been we, there. Then, yeah. Then it, then it broke out into a large fight in a U-Haul parking lot. It was a- in a U-Haul parking lot. <laughs> Maybe we should have started with this earlier. Yeah, time we got. Well, King Street on on in Charleston. There is a. It's very odd that there is a U-Haul parking lot like right in alley? the middle of like King Street, which is like the yeah. nicest street where like all the bars are, and like a few hundred feet up, there's like a U-Haul park, a huge U-Haul uh, rental place. It's very odd, but naturally, yeah, yeah, that's where the fight naturally, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You got a problem with somebody like, I'll see you at U-Haul later. (laughs) (laughs) I need to run a truck anyway. (laughs) U-Haul should sponsor this episode. Welcome to the open bar. Brought to you by U-Haul. U-Haul. Where underground fight clubs thrive. (laughs) Drink U-Haul. That's right. Solid. I like that. That's, That's good stuff, Gabe. So, so just just for Jake, because he's in the chat asking if he missed out on the Vikings talk, which I told him yes, that was kind of where we started. Oh, Jake. Um, are you guys picking the Vikings over the Eagles for this weekend? Just give, me give the them Vikings. a yes. So sure. Go. Yeah, that's the horn. There it <laughs> is. Let's go. The, horn, the horn of Gondor, right? Casey no. does the horn. I just did the horn on my own. I just went for it. 
Yeah, no, that's I'm, I'm I'm all in on the Vikings this weekend. My wife is a huge Eagles fan. Um, so, <laughs> so go good, good luck on the couch, partner. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I grew up outside of Philadelphia, and I should be a lot of my friends are Eagles fans. I but I grew up hating the Eagles because I hated the fans. They mm. were literally the worst fan. They will turn their back on you in a second, and then all of a sudden you're just bombarded with batteries. And oh man, that's it. I mean, Philly fans are ruthless, and and I just I couldn't handle it. So I went with uh, with my boys and Sam Fran. They were they were uh, they were a good team at the time. So I hopped on the bandwagon, never got off, wrote out some bad years. But but yeah, I I don't have any personal beefs with the Eagles anymore. All the players that I used to really dislike are no longer there. That was a long time ago, and I don't live up there anymore. But when I go home, I do get a nice oh yeah, that's why I hate the Eagles. Oh, yeah. Now I remember. <laughs> now I remember why I dislike. Now I remember on. how terrible these fans are. <laughs> shout out to shout out to Zevon in the chat. He says, "Snitches get hitches." U Haul Charleston. <laughs> <Very good. laughs> oh, that's good. That is Set so it down good. right there. That's that good. is so good. Yeah, that, that's so good. Um, and also shout out Kylie. Jake's taking over the chat. He's. Uh, I'm gonna get this in up. real quick before we sign off. Jake's um, up. <laughs> he's 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 incredibly upset about Sean Payton being a jerk about the uh, skull chant. You guys see that tweet yeah. today came Karma's, through. Karma's yep. a bitch. They called him. They called him just they like did. when they called him doing the uh, choking sign of the Falcons. Uh, what was that week fifteen or whatever? Yeah. He needs to cut that shit out. <laughs> like like the first time he's like, yeah, you apologize. You know, I was I got an emotional blah blah blah, and like you do it again, and then that happens. Like that's humble pie all up in your grill. Like mm-hmm. you, you you've got to eat that. You got something in your teeth, Bubba. You, right? you got to eat that. You got some skull in your teeth. <laughs> Puns keep flowing. I love this. This, this is, is good. good. All right. Uh, yeah, K- Casey says uh, on Twitter, "I'm not our our uh, our um, first, first lady. First lady. Yeah, I was gonna say first woman. I don't know why. Uh, she's she's clearly a lady." <clears throat> Um, I'm not the only one who brought up Eagles fans on the open bar. So uh, we've had she doesn't like him either. Oh yeah, I mean she's uh, she's diehard Cowboys fan. Yeah, oh, okay, so for diehard different die. reasons, but she under she probably understands it too. Yeah, well, I mean, I think the NFC East fans in general are are a pretty unruly bunch. Just regardless of who you root for, they're uh, they're pretty like, uh, hasty towards each other. Yeah, but we've got a. Shane, who's uh he's an Eagles fan, mm-hmm. and I believe we've had him on where he's not um so fond of the Philly fans either, right? <laughs> that that did happen. That's correct. Yeah. Tim Keller, Philly's uh uh Philly fan. Um there's some good people, you know. Oh, for sure, for sure. His but, wife's moderately awesome. Yeah, my keep, my keep the batteries in your remote, you know, so you can turn the TV off when the Eagles are losing to the Vikings this Sunday. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's All right. Good. Yeah. Speaking of his wife, y'all should check on our last podcast. She's a physical therapist. We had her, yeah. we had her on to discuss, uh, to discuss Carson Wentz and his, oh and his recovery. Carson come back. Not only the ACL, but the, the partially, partially torn, torn IT band, IT band and meniscus damage. We had she was breaking it down. She was yeah. breaking it down, stuff, man. That's yeah. good stuff. She Do did we, sound. She sounded a lot better than Stefania Bell. I know, right? <laughs> Fact looks better too, but y'all can't tell because we're keeping that under wraps. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> I 
What, I'm going to refrain from commenting here. What kind of person would we bring on, J. Mike? Do we need like a like an AA sponsor or something? <laughs> yeah. yeah. If y'all know any good uh, clinical psychologists yeah. or uh, something yeah. of that nature, that'd be good. I don't think we could do much for with a uh, physical therapy, um, you know, person. <laughs> anyway, guys, I'm, I, I, guys, I'm a, bro. That hot toddy. Got you. Hot I need another hot toddy. I need another hot toddy. Got you hot and bothered, boy. Yeah. I'm I'm under pressure. Um, sinus pressure. That is okay. Uh, so J. Mike, are we good? You want to play musical chairs? You got any others? I, have we talked about bullets. Jarvis Landry yet? We have. We have talked about everything. <laughs> that I wanted to discuss with these gentlemen, aside from just their general awesomeness, which I'm sure they can wax poetic about that as well, if they wanted to. Please do that. Share some love, share all of your sharedness stuff on Twitter and podcasts and yeah, take it well, away. Cause I don't want to talk. We are uh, at the FF dynasty. That's our kind of our conglomerate page. Um, you can find Jason or Jay Wayne at Jay Wayne's world. <laughs> He keeps putting his first name on blast. I do. I do. I can't help it. Just don't give him my social, all right? <laughs> it's not I do. You can find Jason Shackle Smith at <laughs> 2623 Eager Crest Lane. <laughs> the white picket fence, not the black one with the, the hole in it. The white <laughs> you can find me at IMC Myers and Big Co. Where are you at? I'm Dynasty Big Co, but I don't do a lot of tweeting. I do some liking and some thumbs down. I, they ought to let you <laughs> thumbs down some stuff. <laughs> you know, it's a thumbs up button, right, Big Co? That... <laughs> I, I do some some disliking and some re non-retweeting, but I don't tweet too much. I'd like to put on there, like, I did not read this. <laughs> could you just, like, quote? Could you start quote tweeting things that you just don't like with like? One <laughs> just, I wish I had another set of thumbs so I give this. I would do that. Oh, thumbs down! The milk's <laughs> gone bad. <laughs> gone bad. If Gabe, if I knew how to quote tweet, I would do that. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, that's good. That's true that's story. True story. But if I knew how to quote tweet. There's been m multiple situations where I like I would quote tweet that right now if I knew how to do it. <laughs> oh man, I'm weak. That was good. <laughs> we, we put out a weekly podcast pretty much every week, and uh, <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be hot and heavy through the off season. We get it in. We like to have a good time. Sarcasm is very heavy on this show. We uh, we don't we try not to hate on players too much, but we will hate on some hate. With, without any issue. Take um, a shot at Matt Kelly anytime. Yeah, Matt Kelly, fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. You uh, heard it here first. I'm sure he's heard that plenty of times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he knows what he's... I've said it a million times. Dude knows what he's doing. He does what he does, and he's doing what he's doing. And hats off. He crushes. Hats off. No, he's, really, he's really, really good at what he does. He just, He's playing the villain. He's playing the Ric Flair role. Woo! Woo! He he's crushing the Ric Flair role in the podcast of the fantasy football right now. He just the thing about it is you could tell you know he he's got this metric website and it's great and the website's actually very very awesome. 
It's just that you got to remember that there's 22 players banging their heads against each other, and that you can't like Jay Jay uh, Jay Wayne said earlier. You cannot get an algorithm to tell you how a football games going to turn out. You can do that in baseball, but you cannot do it in football. Yeah, I mean, even even there's still. a lot more statistics in baseball than there are in football. Right. Uh, well, baseball is more. Baseball is a one-on-one game. I mean, you got the pitcher and the batter, and that's pretty. I mean, that's that's the that's the game is pitcher versus batter, and then football is eleven on eleven. We trying to kill each other. That is, there is no computer that can step in there and figure that out. Sure. Well, good Matt stuff. Kelly, we love you, dog. Man, how do we Keep get we drop Matt Kelly's name on another person's podcast? <laughs> yeah, is that so? What did you even like mention your own podcast, or you just jump right into Matt Kelly? Us to throw shade on it. <laughs> uh, we love right. Matt Kelly. Do what we're just do. trying to have. We're have, we're trying to have an arm wrestle off with Matt Kelly. If okay. there were people out there saying dumb shit on Twitter all the time, like we wouldn't have as much content for our show. So, <laughs> so our shout show. out. Shout out to all you dudes doing <laughs> oh. on Twitter nonstop. All you dummy heads out there. Shout <laughs> yeah. out. Our podcast is, you know, married to the game. We're at the FF Dynasty. We got a website dropping here in the next couple of weeks. So oh, that'll what? be exciting. We'll have all sorts of uh, good stuff to come on that thing. We've been working on rankings for like a yeah, year now. Got- so <laughs> so uh, Those things are hard. Well, you guys like fi- 15 deep for wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to move Terrell Pryor down now. A year has passed. It's different yeah. than it was in 2016. That's accurate. That's accurate. That's accurate. I, he won't fall to 153 in the ADP, though. I can promise you that. <laughs> All right. Well, once that website's up, drop us a link to where we can sign up for arm wrestling matches. Um, <laughs> ready to get that going. So long distance spitting. Yes. <laughs> Loogie launchers. Okay. Rap battles. <laughs> You know, definitely freestyle Friday. Yeah, freestyle Friday. He's gonna take that one home. Uh huh. Check out Gabe's rap at YouTube.com. <laughs> hey, I'm not. I'm not here to plug the raps, but I'm. I'm there. I'm about to plug it, dude. You're in the podcast next week. You're. We're going. We're going to break with with Gabe's rap for sure. Oh snap! All right, sure. I will download. I will find a way to record that. I'll get it. You or you can send me the MP3 file. All right. Just let Big Code download it. He's got that right. <laughs> he's probably he's probably got it on CD already. He probably got it on cassette somehow. <laughs> he doesn't know how to quote to eat, but he knows how to rip to a cassette. <laughs> Big Code definitely cannot. He's got burn. a reel to reel, not even a problem. <laughs> Back in the day, with the VCRs, you used to hit the record button and the play button at the same time to make it record. You couldn't just you hit the record button. You had to hit you both buttons at the same time. Bitco has so many grainy pornos on, <laughs> on VHS. With the blurry lines, you, you can only kind of see between them because you didn't pay for Channel 77. It's all, it's all grainy pornos and, and wrestling matches. It's like, hey, bro, you could at least rewind that before you give it back. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Please be kind. Rewind. 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 Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Oh, I'm a burn. I'm, I'm a I burn. Miss my VCR. I miss my VCR. It was so easy to work. It was so easy to work. <laughs> we gotta, oh we gotta get out, Gabe. All we right, man, this was all for your guys's <laughs> pleasure. Okay. Thank you for taking us to Pleasure Town. Peace. That was lovely. Um, J Mike, you wanna you wanna say some words? At J Mike, check on Twitter at J M I C check. Uh, another fantastic week of the open bar. I know I've been flooded with messages and texts and such asking, hey, when are you guys going to be back to having an actual podcast versus just the YouTube show? 
the answer. My man Gabe is working diligently to get that done. Uh, so thank you guys for being patient. The pod will be up, I don't know, soonish. Um, I'm not making any commitments because I don't know that tech stuff in terms of how to make that happen. So we're working hard at that. Thank you guys for sticking with us. It's always fun to be with you. Uh, and that's all I got. So again, more than anything, uh, to our guests, thank you guys so much. You guys do great work. I mean that. I thoroughly enjoy the pod. And uh, thank you guys for checking us out on YouTube as well, being with us this evening. Appreciate it. Thanks for having us. The feeling is very mutual, guys. We love we love what you guys do. Brad. Yeah, man, absolutely. Thanks a lot. Brad, Brad says what up. <laughs> Broski. <laughs> Two for the crew. <laughs> Two for the crew. Um, yeah, uh, I'm at grab bag fantasy that J Mike's right. Um, and you might not know about the tech stuff, but look, we just taught him how to quote tweet. So, um, <laughs> so there's, there's still hope for you, big co it's steps. Okay. Uh, it's steps. Uh, there's no <laughs> but yeah. Um, with the, the podcast is coming, but for now we're, we're, we've got the YouTube live, you know, every Tuesday, uh, nine 30 Eastern we're, we're doing that. We're basically doing that through the playoffs. Yes. Um, and, um, I don't know if we'll talk Pro Bowl week. We'll maybe take a break. Who knows? And then maybe a bi-monthly thing. But we'll we'll be live. We'll be coming through and talking rookies and all that. We we didn't even talk about rookies tonight, but we oh. should have talked about some Clemson boys or something, huh? Wide receiver, you sheesh. Oh, uh, Clemson. No taggers. <laughs> no taggers. What you what you say last what you say last week? Going six to twelve real fast <laughs> from, from six to midnight. Six yeah, to midnight. Six to midnight. Yeah. Yeah. Like, come on, <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, yeah, but for now, we're here every every Tuesday, and we'll get that podcast out, and we'll, we'll be sure to let you know about it. And thank you to everyone, especially being here on a Tuesday night and just taking the time to, you know, throw yourself, throw us up on a TV or a computer or a phone, whatever. Like, that's super cool. And just to, and to be active in the chat, we, it sounds like we've got a good community. Like I said, I don't even know about the YouTube chat. Still don't know what it exists, but from the sounds of things, it sounds pretty dope and people get to know each other a little better and uh, have good conversation in there. So uh, shout out to y'all for being in there and, and it's good stuff. So uh, put your drinks up, fellas. Great boy. Boom. Revelry Feels brewing. good to be a Jaguar. Please. Go Jags. Oh, man. Go Vikes. Oh, boy. No Tigers. All right. No Tigers. <laughs> we will see y'all next week. Peace. Deuces.